Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Death Drop Pod. It is me, Chopsticks. And me, Miss Apocalypse. Hi, dolls. And this week, we're once again going virtual and having to do our recording through Zoom. And so hopefully there's no technical difficulties. Um, and hopefully this will be a nice, smooth transition. Um, but yeah, it has been a really crazy and busy week. And we haven't even gotten a chance to touch on last week's Snatch Game episode, which is one of um, Miss Apocalypse and my favorite episodes um, and favorite challenge. But before we get in there, Miss Apocalypse, what is the download in Drag World? Yes, um, I haven't, because it's been kind of a crazy little like week and a half, I haven't been following too much. But the big stories are, of course, in the UK, we are down to our final four. Um, they had their Snatch Game episode, and we had to say goodbye to Ahura. I, I know, right. it's so sad because she's one of my faves and like now I'm like not sure if I really am going to continue watching to be honest. Not that I, I was love, really dedicated, but. I'm all for Lawrence Chain. Actually, I love the final four girls, but that kind of brings you into the next thing is Lawrence Chaney, um being the front runner of the UK season uh, just deleted her entire Twitter and oh. went off and said that she was being called a fat C-U-N-T word and it's a big we don't say by, that yeah and being hated by a bunch of fans people telling her to go kill herself mm. that she shouldn't have one that she's nothing but fat and she's not drag like awful things and she said i just can't deal with that right now so deleted all the socials which is really unfortunate <laughs> so it's so really important it's really unfortunate um kind of piggybacking off of that same train of thought is um as far as social media attacks are, I'm so happy. Like, you know, we, me and you, Miss Chopsticks, we love our girl mm-hmm. like yes. crazy. Yes, and yes. I love it that she just doesn't care. She does no. not give any shits about what she does and says. And she went after a bunch of trolls online. I don't, I think it was on Twitter. Yep. Where they were talking to her and pretty much saying, like, hey, we don't, um, this thing's too long. And it's been all over like the drag gossip pages and whatnot, drown pages of them talking about how we're already- Our listeners, over- by the way, love listening to Mini Tops. This is one of those days that she's just going to be in our episode and screaming yeah. and yelling. Um, and we love it. of hashtag mom life, but- we Sorry, love having apocalypse. We Go love ahead. having her on. <laughs> yeah, well, she'll never be on the show, but her voice will be on the show. She's with us anyways, right? Always. (laughs) Um, But going back to Candy then, yes. So she, a lot of people are trolling right now on the fact that this is like, we're two months into the season, three months in, Mm -hmm. and only five queens have been eliminated. Which is true though. It's, it's, we have a lot of queens. It's still a lot. Like it feels like the competition is still beginning. Yeah. Um, Which I kind of like actually, because I feel like some of the other seasons felt too rushed where it was like, let's just get rid of them, get rid of them, get rid of them. That you don't really build that attachment with any of the queens. Right. Where this season, I feel like everyone loves well, everyone yeah speaking for us we love all the queens that are yeah on there. we do we do i mean i don't hate i don't think we yeah. need a hate culture yeah and it's so it's unfortunate they all you know people talk and candy just said y'all were complaining i forgot all the context pretty much the gist of it was you guys all complained about not having drag race about it being too short mm-hmm. now you guys are going to complain but guess what at the end of the day we're still getting all the ratings, so you'll still tune in every Friday to see who gets eliminated so you can talk shit. 
<laughs> it's true. I mean, any publicity, good or bad, is publicity. And so why hate? Well, I mean, I just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Makes no, sense. and I'm happy that I just love it. That Candy's just championing for that and being like, why not? Don't, don't come for me and my sisters. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? I mean, at the end of the day, I just, I appreciate it. And it makes them more real. It makes me connect with them. I don't know. I just, I like it. I'm all for it. I'm all for the shade. So Let's I love it. it because like, right. A lot of the Queens right now aren't going to be able to go do like the tours that right. usually come with drag race. And mm-hmm. so how else do you sell a entertainment? You have to sell the drama and then you yeah. have to get to know the people yeah. and to know that they're vulnerable. And that kind of feeds into why I kind of disagree with the judges decisions for this week of uh, the U S one, but also why that theory kind of plays on because the queen that got eliminated, spoiler alert, we didn't really see that much personality from them. <laughs> I know. Well, let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. So, yes. Ms. Spoiler alert, everyone. Miss Elliot with two Ts got eliminated. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, um, Near the end of it, I was starting to kind of like her. Yes. <laughs> see, the power of mute. This is like... I swear to all of our listeners, mute is amazing. If we can just learn to mute life, I'm all for it. Like whatever gadget we need, like the Adam Sandler movie click, totally want that happening in real life. Like muting. Muting, muting you, muting next. Oh God, I'm saying. And then fast forward and then rewind. And when things are good, rewind. Like this is amazing. But um, all right. Well, we taking care of mini chops by putting her down for a nap um so that was my version of the click remote but in any event back to the elimination of miss elliot with two t's do we think the judges got it right um i don't really i don't know like so for me this was not one of the most powerful snatch games Mm -mm. i don't think i mean the ones who did good really did good but the ones who did bad like really showed and i honestly have almost been inclined for Rue to just say we're just gonna have like a four-person lip sync and two queens go well who like I I mean I think we both agree on who we think should have been on the bottom so let's go from like who we think totally deserves the top um so happy that Gottmik won was so well like so deserving um especially because I just think she channeled Paris Hilton to a T oh yeah like I yeah, it was amazing. But you did make a good point when we were watching it. The fact that, like, what magazine was it that she was on the cover of? Like, um, a Vanity Fair. So one of those. Yeah. One of I think it. Yeah, some fashion magazine, and she already revealed her Paris Hilton look right. before Which the is, episode came out. Mm-hmm. So weird. Like, I mean, why? I just yeah, that kind of like threw things off a little bit. So I'm sure a lot of people already expected got Mick to have won the challenge. Yeah. Um, but either way, I mean, I think that it was just so amazing, even with the little pet dog, like stuffed animal to the makeup. Like, I mean she knew God. Paris, like she knew how to channel Paris Hilton and have that improv mm-hmm. talking with yep. Mama Rue, which is obviously the most important part of Snatch Game. Yes. yes. And making it funny. Which, Super funny. What do we think about Utica's Bob Ross? Oh my God. So cringeworthy. Like, I didn't think I would ever say that about Utica. Like, I mean, that was, had been the word that I've been using it for Elliot with two T's and 
This is a story of my life. Welcome to the Chopsticks channel of Life Sucks. That should be in the blooper. Um, that was iconic. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, talking about cringeworthy, this is cringeworthy. So we're just going to stand like this because my curtain decided today wasn't going to be the day. So this is how we're doing it. Um, anyways, <laughs> what was I saying before the curtain fell on me? Um, we were talking about the cringeworthiness of Mr. Bob Ross. Oh, yes. <laughs> As Utica. By Utica. Yes, yes. Like, so, so bad. Like, there was no part of Bob Ross mm -hmm. that I saw. Now, what do we think of the fact that she didn't think that it would be appropriate for her to have, um, worn an afro the wear the afro thing um i actually really respected that um and that kind of brought me up to another thing and i don't want to talk any shade about raven because i love raven mm -hmm. she's one of my all-time favorite queens since season two um but something that a lot of people have brought up saying it's crazy that a non-polished queen i guess like utica took that into consideration of not wearing a big afro despite you know people of all races having them mm -hmm. um not wanting to do it because of appropriation reasons i think people right. also need to realize or remember that uh miss utica's from minnesota me yes. and miss chopsticks are right there too um and yeah. so when the whole george floyd mm -hmm. tragedy happened i think it was it's like in her backyard right i think it's a little different maybe for utica to be like this isn't a this isn't bad taste for my people back home, for me to come back and wear an Afro on national TV and make a campy drag character out of it. That's kind of what I think. I mean, Absolutely. Utica hasn't said anything, but something that kind of reminded me of it is how much consideration Utica had for not doing that. But then a lot of people are calling Raven out for looking African-American. Yeah. How dark was... her makeup was. And they said, that's black masking. How come no one's gonna call out Raven for that? But Utica gets, the spotlight of being the butt of all the jokes for not having a real afro and that whole storyline right. my final thoughts on it i'm all for utica's well, um delicate absolutely. approach to it well absolutely and on top of that like i feel like the way utica approached it was absolutely just shows her true character as a person yes. outside of the show off camera i mean yes. she has a community that obviously supported her to get her to this point and now she's, all she's doing is respecting that community so why are we mm -hmm. hating her for it? because she needs i mean imagine if she would have done that like she yep. might have lost a lot of respect and a lot of the fans and the followings mm -hmm. that even got her to drink yeah um, exactly. And I think it was a kind of important dialogue for at least America, Americans mm -hmm. to see um, as far as even though like some of the other queens, uh, African-American queens were able to go talk to, you know, tell Utica, you know, white people have Afros too. White people have Afros. Right. Say that for her to really keep her ground because right i think and especially in America for how toxic we can get mm -hmm. is there seems to be like this like ambassador kind of logic to it where if someone right. represents that race then they get to speak for the whole culture and the whole race mm -hmm. and i think that was really and i you know i think a lot of people fall into that trap of saying okay well i have that one friend who said that it's okay to do that 
Right, right. And I'm glad Utica's like, no, I, I appreciate all of you guys saying that, that yep. I can. And, and all I the support. You're right. But being like, but I'm not doing it because I don't want to, I don't want to appropriate that culture, black culture by having oh, an afro with Bob Ross. <laughs> yeah, I know. But aside from that, like, I mean, her snatch game wasn't good. No, her, she did not have Bob Ross down at all. And it and was cringy was so, as all hell. What's what's so sad about it? Was that like, okay, Utica, I love that you respected the culture. I love that you respected, let's not do the Afro, but let's do Bob Ross then, right? Like really channel yeah. him. Yeah. And there was none of that. Like it felt flat, like super, yep. super flat to the point where I was like, oh, stop, like. It was you hard know, to watch. It was really hard to watch. And like, I didn't catch on any jokes. Like I didn't even feel like there was any jokes. And um, it was just weird. It was just all over weird. I just wasn't a fan of it. Right. And I think, the, so I got Utica's humor in there, but what I would say is it's not a humor that fits in Snatch Game because Snatch no. Game is fast, fast, fast. Yeah, you have all yeah. these other people, personalities. And like Utica herself said, hers is a very slow burn. Like mm -hmm. if that was the honest stage and you saw Utica come out dressed up as that and did the very slow rolls, painting her tongue, that would have been hilarious because it would have yeah. just been awkward that you're laughing. But right. when you have all these other panels of queens doing impersonations and comedy, you forget about that. <laughs> right. And like she should have like even started painting Rue or like started painting like, yeah. you know, whoever and just started handing out cards. I don't know. Like there was so much that I felt like she could have done even yep. without the afro but then it just fell short yeah same thing with miss olivia i know i still don't, I don't really know, know. i'm sorry all our fans can hate us i still don't know who the heck she was snatching um yeah i don't know i mean i guess maybe i'm just not like the cool kids and i don't really am on instagram that much to see or to know who this um person is i honestly don't even remember but i felt like olivia just came out and didn't deliver no it was pretty pretty one note um yeah. like vegan like i think a lot of the jokes were kind of the same yeah. i don't remember all the punchlines, but if i remember right they're kind of the same thing over and over again like oh vegan joke vegan joke vegan but joke. it wasn't even a vegan joke though that's a sad thing no. like honestly it wasn't even vegan jokes because it came down to just her talking about being vegan and then talking right. about missing meat and it was like okay is that mm -hmm. all this person's got like i don't know it was just it was just bad like i i wasn't for it i actually thought she definitely should have been on the bottom but then yes. when you have her choice and then elliot with two t's choice of doing a golden girl like that is like the ultimate snatch game no-no like unless, Such a sin. <laughs> yeah death sentence exactly unless and and mama rue even warned elliot yes and was like, are you sure? Because like, I am the queen of golden girls. I will say though, um, Olivia, one thing I did like, and not saying this would have been better at all, but she did say that originally she had auditioned to be um, Rachel Dozal or whatever, the girl from the NAACP who said oh. she was African-American, but mm. that whole scandal like a couple of years ago. Yes, yes. Um, which I actually think Olivia would have killed that and that humor would have been hilarious. Yeah. But she said the producer said, no, we're not going to do that. And so this was her backup plan. I don't know. It didn't sell me on it. No. Um, either did Tina. I was shocked. 
Me too. Tina didn't excel at this. <laughs> no, she was so bad. It was, I mean, like you said, you're totally right. I think there was at least four, if not five mm -hmm. of our queens that I was like, mm, I don't know. Like, I felt like, I don't know who Rue's going to pick. Like, I would literally just yeah. say, can all of them. Like, yeah. I, mean, I do think it was underappreciated how good Rose really was, though. Like, yeah. looking back and as it's kind of sad over the week, um, looking at the photo and how down to that character of Bloody Mary was or Queen Mary, mm -hmm. it was um, so good, so perfected. I mean, her, I don't even think people appreciated how good her makeup was. Yeah. I didn't until afterwards. Like, she literally looked at an oil painting. <laughs> <laughs> she did she did and you know what and then not only that i think miss michelle was the one who talked about it in their judging she had to take the victorian mindset jokes and apply it to the 21st century and things did. that like probably queen victoria wouldn't have known right at all yeah but rose incorporated it and made it hilarious yeah, and knew how to banter back and forth. Know how, knew how to throw, throw historical shade. Mm -hmm. Like, the yeah, whole thing was so I mean, I really, I definitely really appreciated it. And I thought that she did such a good job. Like, mm -hmm. I thought she was underappreciated as well. Like, I definitely thought she was underappreciated. And I thought that so much more could have um, been said about her character. Yeah. What about, what do we think about Miss um, Simone? Simone, uh, I actually really liked it. I kind of, part of me was a little cringy on it because I was like, oh my God, she's really going for the, for these uh, historical jokes here during this yeah. time in this climate, climate. But I liked it after the episode, after the snatch game was all done because when she did her runway, oh I was like, goodness. okay, that's why she's doing it. She yeah. is, she's making a statement louder than it could be. Her runway look was so amazing yes. and that once again the Simone reveal like just leaves you speechless, speechless. she knows how to run a, do a runway so well though like even so the well. hands up walking backwards it's just yeah. I think it hit everyone who watches it so yeah so powerful so so powerful and I I mean yeah one of the best ones I would say all, I mean all season so far I think just not only that the like how clean and how beautiful that gown fit her and how it emphasized her just all of her best qualities and then yes. plus the actual statement you know say their names like it it's so powerful in this climate and in just our society right now so I mean, and it was yeah. done very elegantly with like yeah. the rhinestone gun wounds or wound gunshots yeah. but making and the it you know and the blood yeah everything yeah, making it at least still respecting the high fashion, but saying that there's a point to be made. Yes, absolutely. And then, of course, I mean, if we're talking about runaway, like God makes runaway, totally so, so rock and roll 80s. I love it. Like, it's our, so like, awesome. London, UK, gringy, but yet like beautiful. And it's such a weird combination, but it works. And oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was so, so good. I just, I was blown away. I was so impressed by it, like got make this week. Like I thought she was just, she showed up, she showed up and she shows why that she's still deserving to be the top four, you know, to win this. I mean, if not to win at all, like I still think, I think we both do yeah. on our top four. We think that she's going to win it. And I still stand behind that a hundred percent. Yep. I do think I'm really interested to see what this week's going to look like because mm. 
I think we're going to really narrow down on between um, Simone, Gottnick, Candy, and Olivia. Really? I kind of think, I think we're going to possibly. You think they're going to edge out Tina? I think they are because, mm. and the reason I say that is not because I, nothing against Tina. Obviously, I love Tina Burner so right. much, but I, I'm really shook by kind of how more innovative these other queens are. Yeah. You know, like they're really candy, surprising being Patrick Starr for this snatch game, which not that it was like award winning, yeah. but it definitely wasn't bad. Yeah. And I thought Candy really, I think her look is actually becoming more polished each week and yeah. each appearance. And she's and it's like character too. Like I didn't think yes. that she was overly Patrick, where no, it would have been just still like, candy. stop, like, you know, to- like just turn it down. But she was still like, you just, everything she said had a kick to it, had a candy emphasis to it. Yep. And it just, it stuck. And I liked it. Exactly. And, and not to mention Candy's runways have been more clean trying to not leave you know pay more attention to detail yeah um whereas and tina's has obviously always been there and always snatched mm-hmm. perfectly but tina's doesn't really give anything that's like her reveals i think have become kind of well, burned out <laughs> pun intended mm-hmm. um yeah. when she wants because you know there's gonna be a reveal and if there's not a reveal it's probably not that shocking of an outfit because it's kind of that yeah. Order. like I don't, honestly don't even remember what her outfit I don't was remember like. either I was just thinking that I'm like I don't remember what she wore no and that's not a good thing I do remember though Utica's runway and I think finally the judges are pulling their heads out of somewhere and seeing that Utica's style can be really elegant and high fashion yeah. and campy like with the garter belt on and everything like yeah she has such a good way to style her proportions having the long legs because she's yeah. really lanky and knowing how to like kind of pull that into a whimsical little look right right yeah absolutely I totally agree and like um speaking of Utica I mean I feel like we talked about a lot about her a lot this episode but well like I mean I think she just had a lot for us to say yeah she pulled I don't know out of where but she definitely showed she wanted to stay because her yeah. lip sync I mean, the fact that she went against Elliot, a dancer, a trained dancer. And I thought without a shadow of a doubt in my mind that she won because I thought Elliot didn't do anything. Like, I was like, what is going on? Like, Elliot, go, like, give her, like, come on, like, do a death drop, you know? Shout out to us. Like, I don't know, do something. And like, Elliot really, I feel like was done. Like, I, I, there's no other way to put it. Like, even her goodbye was pretty much like, okay, bye, guys. Yeah. Her, I think it wasn't just, there wasn't like this like it wasn't anything compared to Simone and Candy's lip sync where yes. you could tell they were both about to scream to stay like beg yeah. and beg and beg to stay whereas Elliot was kind of like oh, I'll do a flip I'll do a little cartwheel yeah I'll, nothing I'll, I don't I even know move. if she even did all of that though to be honest uh, she I did feel maybe like... one cartwheel across uh, yeah. the stage and it that was, was it just... That was it. Like, I was like, what's with the shuffle? Like, it was like constant shuffling. And I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, she could do so much more and she just didn't. And she was, you could tell she was just holding back. And I think you're right. I think she was over it. I think she, I think the season got to her, yeah. um, whether it be mentally or just like everything in general. I think the season got to her. And I think because of that, it was like, she just, it was her time. 
Yeah, and, and I do, and I do agree that away. she was ready to go. But like I said, yeah, I just think it would have been more exciting to have seen like even three queens or have the top two best queens be like you two are you know pulling all stars. You guys get to vote which ones are leaving. Yeah, like Imagine something would have been because there was there was just such a polar. There's like four good ones and four bad ones, <laughs> and yeah. it's like so it was polarizing. So, right so easily seen like the differences between them that it was they could have done something more i think explosive that could have been really exciting to watch but oh either way miss elliot left (laughs) oh well i mean i'm sad but i'm not that sad and like so at the same time i'm excited to see what the next few weeks come because i totally agree like i feel like we're just we just have a lot of queens left and still like i'm not really sure what's left in challenges that we haven't seen yet because usually the snatch game happens near the end like it happens yeah it's like i think the final five six. six yeah yeah so now that we have so many queens i don't know it'll be interesting to see and i do think i think you're right i think now is a time where we should start seeing the queens either etch out or mm-hmm. kind of just um the ones that are gonna be at the top will just shine and the ones that don't might not so who do you think, just based off overall score and trends, who do you have feeling is going to go home this week? Oh, that's a good question. Part of me kind of worries the Utica. I feel like she's always kind of on my bottom because I just don't know if the not because I think she's not worthy of top four. Right. Um, I just don't think the judges appreciate her and her talent. Um, for what it is kind of feel like I could see Denali really like just because she's been safe for far too long she is a safe queen this season (laughs) she's been safe for far too long and as a result I think that she's gonna something has to go she either is gonna have to shine or she's gonna just not and be outshined outshone outshined whatever yeah. And I think that's a good point. I didn't think about Denali because I think she just, I always see her as being consistent figure in this season. Yeah. But you're so right that even her runways, which by most standards and the other queens are stunning. Like she knows how to dress herself yeah. so well and she still just gets safe. But the but the judges didn't like her runway this week though, right? Because she came out I with remember her runway. Well, this is when she wore her roller skates and she had the little right. coffee hat, coffee cup hat thing. And then like the, the very diner vibe, which is super campy. And the judges yeah. called her for the campiness of it. Um, they didn't like her runway. Did she? They I didn't like think... the, the hat thing, I think, though. I remember Michelle being like, you know, you knew how to make it a costume, but fun. Yeah. Michelle right. liked I it, but, you know. Still on the fence. Her snatch game performance was good but it yeah. wasn't great um no i mean it, it, to me i actually felt like it was almost more like making fun of jonathan versus like embracing it i know i'm like alone in that or me you're probably alone in that because everyone in online is saying justice for denali she should have won they think i don't think she should have won i felt like i felt like her jokes were just as bad kind of as olivia's like it was always the same yeah. thing about like hair and like I don't know it was just it just it fell short for me really yeah I mean yeah it was it was safe it was a safe snatch game look and yeah 
it's kind of easy just to roll with it I feel like and she did that yeah but she didn't shine no at all no not at all like I don't think she shined at all and which is why like I think I could see her be on the bottom just for the judges to be like give us something give us something or else you're just you're gonna be on the bottom and you might go home yep time to light the fire under her what about you miss apocalypse who do you think I, I would agree with you. I think Utica, not again, same reason. I just don't think they get her, no. get her character and who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, nor are the challenges really flattering to her. Like no. a lot of these challenges, I feel like are very much tailored to certain queens. Mm-hmm. Like I still think the design challenge that I don't remember for sure, but I think Utica should have taken that. Yeah, right. she should have won that one. Yeah, the sewing th- yeah. Yeah. And I think when it comes to any, any design challenges, I think she's that queen. I think she knows how to pull together a different look. That's not just pageantry, Yep. but you know, they don't understand that. I think she's, I think she's going to be on the chopping block. I get, I'm very nervous for Olivia though, because as much as I think she could win, I'm also seeing her kind of plateauing a little bit and giving us the same note. She kind of gave everything the first four seasons, four episodes, I feel like. And yeah. then it's like, okay, now I'm being safe again. That that's a really good point. I didn't, you know, I didn't really think about Olivia just because she has come out with some really like yeah. shockingly put together runways. Um, and right. every now and then you could kind of see her competitive side and the diva yeah. side in her, like you know, like Miss Tina always says. And so yeah, it'll be interesting. I guess, yeah, I think those I would agree with those three. I think those three are. <laughs> Are our wild card factors that could end up on the bottom. Yeah, because and I would normally say Samoan in this situation or in this case, but I I still stand by there will never be anyone who can pull off a runway like some not just like the look, but run like make that runway into a show, into a performance to watch. Mm -hmm. Like Simone is every time, even when she's not on her A game, right? Like the social media challenge one. Mm she's still the rusical she still was able to come out and work the runway work her lip sync and i think that's her that's her gem that i don't know if the judges are going to see that yeah no i completely agree it's definitely yeah i don't think she'll be on the bottom not now i mean we'll see i guess i don't really know what this week i can't remember what this week is supposed to be but i definitely think that she'll be i don't think she'll be on the bottom no it would, it would be good drama and good television to see that happen. But as far as if we we're going unbiased judging, she shouldn't be on the bottom. She right. should have actually. We I do opinion, know that she, they're paired up won. this week, though. They're paired up this week, remember? Because we have Utica and Gomic. We saw that preview where they're yep. supposed to, they're together. So I know when we watched that, we were like, oh, I don't know. Like, could, this could work or this could be an absolute, like. Flop. Yes, because you have two of the most creative queens Mm-hmm. in a group together which sometimes is magic and like we said other times it is like putting two musical geniuses together and telling them to play a cover song and it's not going to happen because right, right. too much like yeah and they're doing each other's makeup right so let's like I mean that's another part of it so I think it'll be interesting to see um I'm excited for this week and I'm ex- I mean it's yes. already tomorrow um for everyone who probably will see us go post this live probably sometime today if not by tomorrow morning 
But either way, if you need a recap, come listen to Death Drop Pod because we will give you all the recaps and unpacking from last week right before the new episode (laughs) because we're a little behind this week. We're a little behind. We also have that elf challenge, a little transformation we're going to do. We have have it filmed and everything. We just, just, like I said, last week has kind of been a time. So we're going to hopefully get that catched up or caught up. And I didn't tell you yet, miss chopsticks but we will be having so for anyone who hasn't been following the makeup world elf and chipotle just dropped their big 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 collaboration you told me about it yes and it sold out everywhere you did tell me that too officially went out or went on sale yesterday sold out and me and you got two exclusive packages of the Ah! entire bundle so chips and guac and makeup party maybe oh my god yes how i mean that's amazing i i don't even know how you did it but this is why apocalypse wow pulls through all the time and um i'm so excited i absolutely love 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 guac and chips um and so totally i actually make it fits a green look it fits your green look absolutely i'll probably have to figure out my look for that day but um i will actually then just tell everyone and share on this on top six TikTok, how to make my guac because I absolutely love guacs and chips. So we'll do that. Maybe we'll do some margaritas. Who knows? We'll figure it out. We always do. That's kind of the whole theme for the season. Um, we'll have to figure out when we do that. And I also think we're inching really close to the 500 mark. So I think yeah. we're going to drop this week a couple um, just tips and not tips, hints um, at what we're going to be doing in our giveaway. And then hopefully by next week, we can have a giveaway because that'd be super exciting. Um, we also have a bunch of guests that's lined up. We just haven't figured out our schedules yet to have them come on. We have some amazing drag queens from all over the world and some amazing drag kings, which yes. I'm super excited to kind of, you know, talk about because I think that that's something that, you know, I'm kind of in that weird spot. Like I'm not a drag queen. I'm not a drag king. I just love drag. And so it's going to be nice to kind of have some different perspectives um, and from another female in the drag world. So um, yeah, super, super awesome. We're so excited. Which one last thing you just reminded me. So I forgot their names. So please forgive me and please don't read me for it. But uh, kudos and props to Miss Alaska. Anyone who knows me knows that Miss Alaska is my goddess. Yes. Um, She on her drag queen of the year awarded to a drag king this year <gasps> broke convention no gave way. it to Jake queen king and i forgot this name who it was but you know following suit with again i feel like alaska is like that middle ground between rupaul as much as she's a statement and a idol for yep. rupaul she's and she's guest judge on dragula she's fits so much in those two worlds yes like her yeah. look is very dramatic and kind of kooky but she knows how to be glam yes and so I'm super excited because obviously the Boulets who won the uh, last season, season three or whatever mm-hmm. of Dragula was Landon Sider, who's the Drake King. Yeah. And so I thought it was kind of cool that Boulets started that. And then now we had Alaska say, you know, Drake queen of the year is the Drake King. And then wow. we, who knows what this, who knows what the next thing looks like for RuPaul because are we going to get Drake Kings on there? Maybe. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool, though. I mean, I would say that'd be really, really, that would be a, a huge step in drag world. Yes. And I mean, a huge victory in just drag community altogether. 
so much. <laughs> I think we would see such a fun dynamic too because yeah, absolutely. I, in Dragula, Landon really didn't get involved in that much drama. Was she was in there to do work and yeah. to, and you really saw that boss boss woman energy come yeah. through and say, "I'm going to clear this house." <laughs> right, right. However, if you have more than one drag king, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot more drama though. Because oh, yeah. us girls, we can get catty and we can get down and I mean, we will throw it and throw some hair and or pull some hair or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it'll be really interesting to see what Rue does because the community is evolving and either Mama Rue is going to hop on and evolve and elevate the community or it's just not. And that's okay. That's her brand, right? That's yep. the RuPaul brand. But I mean, it'll be really interesting to see. Speaking of which, I think you have another shout out to give for your beautiful nails. Yes, um, I can't grab the paper, but these were made <gasps> for me on Etsy. Um, they're amazing. I love them. Um, also, again, shout out to Fire Vix and Lashes, and those are looking good. Um, obviously, <laughs> let me just say this is a totally Beetlejuice. Baby, power juice. woman vibe. So I love it. I'm all about boss woman. I'm all about yeah. boss lady. I'm all for it. Well, I have you as my inspiration chopsticks. So. Ah, thanks. <laughs> I love it. It's, yeah, I absolutely love it. No, we will definitely make sure that we have the right. Um, oh my god, SC yeah. tags on our Instagram <laughs> and then also on our YouTube, and so every all of our followers will know kind of who to check out because I think that yeah. it's always so important as we've been saying support small businesses support local um and then support our queens and so I mean I think that is really it for this week yeah um I'm super excited to kind of get back into the motion of things <laughs> uh March has just been crazy like, I've been trying to plan so many green looks for shooting and I've been trying to oh, film wow. and film and film so I'm excited to kind of like get back into pattern last week through a curveball so i'm excited i know i can't believe we're in already in mid-march and we just got hit with a snowstorm here in midwest um because that's how we do it um but hopefully spring is around the corner even though i actually absolutely dislike spring because it's the most wet and swampy season of the year that's true. But I will deal with it um, because that means summer's just around the corner and that's what we all can't wait for. So yes. with that being said, thank you guys all for listening. Thank you for following. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, and give us a rating. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Read us for something. I don't care. We don't care. You're just, as long as you're listening, we like it. So until next week, or should I say tomorrow, uh, we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye, dolls.